So Chris, you and I were having a conversation just a minute ago and I was like, hold the phone. Let's jump on Zoom and make this a, make this an episode because I think it's it's valuable. So you said you just you were listening to my this last episode um, talking about rough day. Why am I doing this? I'm yeah. having I'm struggling yesterday. I want to quit all these different things. And um, you said that during that episode, you wanted to ask me a question. And so yeah. what was that? Yeah, one of the questions that I wanted to ask you was. Uh, or one of the things that I wanted to point out was the thought that I had was, man, he is like uh, really been focusing on this number. Uh, you know, you had a goal and was that goal under 200? Is that what it was? Yeah, pretty much. My first thought was like, oh, I just want to get under 200. And under 200, one of the, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Finish your thought. Then I'll tell you why. Yeah. So, so, and, and I bring this up because during 75 hard, I remember even like the last month, you know, last 30 days, you know, it was in the back of your mind, like, you know, if I don't hit this goal, I'm paraphrasing, like I'm going to be disappointed. Yeah. Uh, Cause you had that goal of 200. And, and I just remember it being such a, a big focus on, on the conversation. And so yeah. my question that I wanted to ask you during that episode is what is it about hitting 200 that is so important to you? Uh, because it, it does seem like you have a kind of a, a little obsession with it, you know, <laughs> it, and, and which I get, like, I, I understand, sure. like, for the longest time, I'm like, man, I want to be 200 pounds. Yeah. But I look at me and Lara's like, Chris, if you were under, you, you'd be a little skinny, skinny baby boy. Skinny if you nitty. were under 200 yeah. pounds. So that was the question that I had in my mind. Uh, and by the way, as I sit here looking at you on Zoom, dude, you're looking, you're looking small. You're looking like you're not in a bad way. Like you're looking like you're losing weight. Like even since, you know. The last time I really, I was around you for a little bit, a couple of days ago. Yeah. Also too, shaved. But, and I think that did something to my face. <laughs> I mean, I can tell it in your neck yeah. and your, in your shoulder. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Well, I appreciate that, man. Thanks for the compliment. Um, yep. Yeah. And, and just, just to put it out there, like I do feel thinner, which is great. And I, and I think feeling thin is a good thing, but I know it's because I'm, I'm staying active. And I think that's the main thing in it all is, staying active consistently, you know, I've talked in the past about doing what, doing what you love, like working out in a way that you actually enjoy. Like what are you, are you working out in a way that you enjoy it? You know? Yeah. Like, so, so I'm bike riding and I enjoy bike riding. So I'm just going to continue to bike ride. I'm not just bike riding because you know, it's, it's part of the program, but anyways, to back up and talk about that number, the number is actually when I did 75 hard, I wanted to hit 199 because I just wanted to break that barrier. Yeah. And so before I had done keto and I talked a little bit about it, I was 229. I got down to 202. It was like 202.3 or something like that. And so it just seems like a barrier. It, it's just a number. It's the scale yeah. goes from a two in front to a one in front if you hit 199. And it just kind of felt like a, it felt attainable. Um, yeah. and it was like kind of right there. And so and it feels significant too. It feels like, significant. Yeah. yeah. And there's no other reason there's, there's no other reason, um, other than I think that this would be a good goal to hit and about five weeks into 75 hard. I remember calling you and telling you like, bro, I'm down to two Oh four. And if I keep this up, I'm going to bust it. And you were like, you're going to shatter it. You're going to murder that goal. And yeah. the next thing you know, I didn't hit the goal. And, so how uh, long has it been since then? Gosh, I don't know. Four weeks, maybe. Okay. Yeah. So it's really interesting that you say that. 
so my life post uh, 75 hard in phase one, I've been, I've been now in this space of not having the black and white guide rails of the program. And so I've kind of just been now for, I guess it's been a little over a month. Uh, like you finished five phase weeks. one over a month ago. Yeah. I was like five weeks ago. Yeah. And so I'm, I, my main goal was to, uh, I mean, I want, I was expecting to drop another 10 pounds from that point. So I was expecting to be at like 240 by yeah. now. And sure. I mean, right now I'm actually up eight pounds. I'm 258. Yeah. Um, and so I look at that and, and I had made this statement to you, like I've officially broken up with the scale. Yeah. I wanted uh, to get this there. Week. I wanted to get there and, and let's hammer down on that. Talk about breaking up with the scale. Yeah, man. I, gosh, it, which insinuates that you have a relationship with the scale. I do have the, a relationship with the scale in the sense that, um, I, so let me walk you through something the other that happened the other day. I woke up, uh, and I always weigh in the morning. I get my pee, I get my poop, I get everything <laughs> out of my body. So I will be all the fluid is gone. Right. So there it's like, man, what, what is even then? Like, it's like there's blow, something there. Blow your nose and you'll lose another point. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a good idea. I've never. Yeah, no. dude. Okay. When Andrew was cutting weight, he shaved his beard so that he would dude, lose. Isn't that? Dude, yeah, I mean, shave, that's a whole different thing. Shave all but your body this hair. idea. So I woke up, did did my business, stripped down, stepped on the scale, and the number was higher than I wanted it to be. I was expecting to be down. This was just I had really, you know, coming off Thanksgiving. I didn't go crazy, but. Um, I was eating some foods that I knew would cause me to retain water, bread and stuff like that. Yeah. So kind of back in the rhythm, got some momentum moving forward, hit my macros every day and the scales not moving at all. Mm -hmm. And I remember going and laying down and I felt my anxiety oh, no. go up. Like there was a release of like cortisol. I, I yeah. know it because I, I got anxious. I felt dizzy. Like it was not good. Oh, wow. And one of my, my health advisor, my coach, she was telling me like, Hey, it's really, really not like, you need to take a second. You need to calm down when you release cortisol, man, that like really affects your weight a lot and yeah. your, your ability to lose weight. And that's so, the stress hormone. That's cortisol. the stress hormone cortisol, yeah. which can sometimes be beneficial in, in like, fight or flight situations, sure. you know, but in a moment where I'm just literally stepping on a scale and I'm having that response. And then I realize, like, you know, going back to the relationship aspect of it, if I'm allowing this inanimate object to control my happiness, oh my it's God. a relationship. Yeah. And, uh, I don't want to give an inanimate object that control over my emotions. Like yeah. I, I don't want to do that. Some, some might actually call that an idol an idol uh uh I, I could call it a whole Something. lot of things yeah. yeah a lot of it has to do with like man it's just it, so, it's an obsession yeah. it's low-hanging fruit when it comes to a metric so mm. my coach also mm. tells me like the scale is exactly what it is it's a metric and it's it is metric. the it can be helpful in telling you something but the problem is, is when we take that scale and we allow it to tell us everything yeah it's when it eight. only tells us so little, like it doesn't even tell you about your A1C. It doesn't tell you about your, uh, you know, like all of these other really important health things that we really right. don't normally care to document. Tomorrow you could come down with a stomach bug and then you're out for three, four days. And next thing you know, you're down 15 pounds on the scale and you're like, woohoo, but you did yeah. not get there through healthy means. 
no, you got sick and your body was not okay. Yep. Yeah. So, yep. so what does that look like now? So if you're, if you're putting away the metric of, of pounds, what is, um, my new metric? Yeah. What's your new metric? Like, how do you, how do you gauge consistency? is what my main metric is right now. Like, am I, because I know, and I have to trust the process that consistency plus consistency over time will equal results. Now that doesn't mean it's going to equal me arriving at my big ultimate goal, but consistency, uh, what did I say? Consistency over time Time will equal equal results. results. Yep. And so that's kind of what I'm focusing on now, other metrics that like, so it, it would be that. And, and so that's the thing that I'm telling myself, like at the end of the day, you know, when I have that like urge to step on the scale the next morning and go, well, I wonder what I weigh. Yeah. All I need to ask myself is how are my macros? Have I been hitting my macros? Have I been yeah. working out? Have I, have I been trying to get excess movement in so yeah. that I could, you know, burn a, a few extra calories. And if the answer is yes to those things, it's going to be a win for me. Then you should be good. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I don't, I don't want it to be this thing where I'm like all pissed off now because then I'm going to make <laughs> bad decisions. I'm yeah. going to be a jerk to my wife, um, oh my, my kids. I'm going to have an attitude. It's not going to be good. And it's all because you weigh 243 pounds, not 239 pounds. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, all because oh, of a number. All because like, of a number. But you've um, also been doing the work that you normally didn't do in the past. So it could yeah, be much, it could be worse. You could be sedentary and heavier rather than moving and still not, still not at the weight you want. Yeah, what would you, you, what would you rather be? Right? I, I mean, yeah, I'd rather, I'd rather be right now a, a little heavier than I would like to be, which also doesn't necessarily translate to gaining fat. Right. Like it, it's, it's really interesting how that works. You know, we see the number go up and we think it's fat, which is this whole other, uh, other conversation that might be better had with a nutritionist, but there's a difference between fat loss and weight loss. Uh, those are two totally different things, yeah. weight yeah. loss. And, and I actually pulled it up here on Healthline. They just very <laughs> briefly described it, but weight loss refers to a decrease in your overall body's weight from muscle water. Uh, and those things, fat loss refers to weight loss from fat. Like, yeah, that those are, those are way, di- those are two totally different two things. Different metrics. Yeah. So it, if you have had a pretty intense relationship with the scale in the past, like there's during my first time uh, doing keto, I weighed just about every day. We were tracking our weight every day and you would see weight fluctuations all over the place from one day to the next. For and sure. So it's not like you retained 2.4 pounds of fat overnight. It's yeah. water weight. Uh, hormones have a lot to do with it. Inflammation. Um, and you even said it, it's just like, oh, I like to get my pee and poop out before I weigh. Well, yeah, weight loss is you take a big dump and you might be three pounds down. <laughs> like, right. You know what I'm saying? Depends. <laughs> yeah, on you're like, density. hell yeah, I hit my goal. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. No, I, I wanted to say one thing real quick. Um, so I did vow not to step on the scale until I'm done with phase one, because I didn't yeah. want the, the scale to, to, uh, to move, move me one way or the other. And so I kind of made that decision up front. Like, look, here's my regimen. Here's what I'm going to do. Here's my strategy. Here's my diet. Here are my workouts. I'm going to try and stay as consistent as I can with these things over the next 30 days. And I know that I'll, I'll move the needle one way or the other, but I also need to, 
to kind of backtrack on that a little bit and just, I need to get into a healthy headspace and say, okay, what if I don't hit the goal? Because yeah. at this point, if I'm thinking to myself, man, if I don't hit that goal, I'm going to be pissed. Right. But well, and also- you did say something else to me. And I don't remember if you said this to me or if you said this on that podcast episode, but the reason that you started phase one was to hit this goal. Yeah, I did say that. And so like, what if you don't? Yeah. What if you don't hit the goal? You know, right. like it's, it, it it's, and I'm not trying to pick on you either because I think this is oh, just good. human nature right. in American, especially in America. It's like, we get so hyper focused on this one thing when dude, I mean, you know, I can think of a few things off the top of my head that like are improvements in your life. Uh, you're becoming a bike, like you're not becoming, you are a bike rider. You're starting to do distance bike riding. Like you're enjoying it. You found a new healthy outlet and hobby and yeah. all of these things. And you're focusing more on your health than you probably ever have in a long yeah. time. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And there's a lot of benefit that's coming out of it. And, you know, this may be another episode, but it's just like, what's next? You know, what do I do next? And I, I might bring you on here towards the end of the phase, phase one for me and just say like, Hey, how do I craft a plan that becomes a lifestyle, something that's sustainable? Because, you know, a lot of people will say 75 hard and, and, and the live hard program is an extreme. And to a lot of people it is, but to a lot of people, it's just become their lifestyle. But, yeah. you know, with days like yesterday, I'm like, man, this is rough. I'm tired. Like I, there are some days where literally all of my energy goes to try and finishing everything on my task list for the day. Right. And, uh, and I've had to struggle with that, but anyways, I, I'd maybe like to talk about that later. Um, so, yeah. so you said, when I asked you the question, what is your new metric? You basically said consistency. Am I being consistent? And if you yeah, can answer can- that question, you, you feel good about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, and and a more tangible metric would be also uh, measurements, like measuring myself, you know, I measure my neck, my biceps, my, uh, my chest, my waist, my quads, my calves, like those are the things that I measure. You measure your booties. You going for booty gains too? You you know, what's really funny is I actually told, I had, I was thinking this yesterday, I was working out. I was like, I want 2022 to be the year of the booty for me to where I grow a a cake, man, a fat cake. Oh. <laughs> I've never heard of it called cake before. Yep. It's, oh it's, my gosh. It's an internet thing. So, Slice but yeah, man, those cake. And, and, and shirts, like I try on old shirts, like, oh, wow, this one was a little snugger, you know, two weeks ago. And now it's like, yeah, it's fitting good. Like those are the things that I want to celebrate. Um, I know I'm tossing out a lot of phrases, but it's all good. You know, body transformation is also like, a goal. Like you, you don't just want to lose weight. You know, have you ever seen like, uh, some, I'm trying to think of something that, you know, like, I mean, you, we've all seen the before and after photos of someone that's lost yeah. a massive amount of weight. And then yeah. it's just like skin that's hanging there and they lost sure. the weight, yeah. but they're not happy with the way that their body is composed now. And so yeah. it's a whole different thing with like about, body recomposition. Yeah. Body recomposition. Yeah. I've seen pictures where guys will be like, this is me at 190 pounds and unhealthy. This is me at 190 pounds and healthy. And like they're freaking ripped in one and flabby in another. And so it's not that weight loss equals health for them. It's the recomposition of now having muscle, you know, mobility is a big deal as well. Being able to move in a way that you weren't able to move before. That's something I've been 
working on. And so, yeah, there's certainly a lot to talk about and a lot to think about in this vein. Um, but one of the things that I wanted to touch on real quick, and then we can, we can shut it down is, you know, this idea of consistency over time equals results. I love that. Um, but the, you know, the consistency in the way that you phrased it was a positive consistency and yeah. people can be, oh. people can be consistent, consistent oh in, God. in a negative way. Right. So like if I'm consistently eating in a way that I don't want to eat, you see results, just not the results that you want. Right. If you're consistent, you consistently you making excuses over time. Yeah. Right? Well, can you, okay. So like, you know, sometimes you and I get together or like people are like, Hey man, I noticed you've been on your journey. Like, what have you been doing? I'm like, Oh, I'm doing this. You know, I, I kind of talk about what I'm doing and the results I'm seeing. Mm -hmm. Could you imagine some people getting together and they're like, bro, you're looking heavier. Like, what are you doing? They're like, man, I'll tell you exactly what I'm doing. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm working hard. I'm, I'm eating Dunkin' Donuts every morning. I'm, Ooh. I'm right after that. I'm pounding uh, a sugary uh, energy drink because you know I'm about to crash. And then yeah. at lunch, like, I'll, I'll eat right before lunch. And I always, you know, I always yeah. get the bread. I always order extra bread. That's and funny. here's, here's the secret: is right before bed, I like shovel 800 to a thousand calories in my favorite snack oh my gosh <laughs> if you do it too over time you can you can get these rolls too yeah you can <laughs> you can get these results oh man that gosh. is a powerful thought like and, and I, i've heard it said this way like you know the results that you somewhere along the lines of the same thing like where you're at now is basically a, a um like a summary of, of the things that you've been doing where you've arrived right all all um, of your yeah, all of your decisions leading up to this point has made you the person you are right now. Exactly. Yes. Um, yes. Phrased yeah. way better. So, so man, yeah, that that consistency is a big thing too. And the thing that I like about using the phrase consistency is is it doesn't involve perfection, because I think that especially with like macro counting, there's a big emphasis on like hitting this number. Which you know, I was telling Lara or Andrew this morning, um, my brother, he was like, "Man, your arms are looking." big. He's like, you're just sitting there and your triceps are like out, they're popping out. And I was like, I felt really good about that because <clears throat> I have been like 90% adhering to my macros. Um, you know, out of, out of seven days in a week, I'm, I'm hitting them, you know, five days and I'm typically right under not over. So yeah. I'm very rarely over my calories and over my protein. Sometimes I'm under those things, yeah. which isn't a bad thing. Uh, but you, you want to hit those. And so I'm not stressing perfection. Um, I'm focusing go. on the consistency of it. And I know, man, if I'm doing this, you know, 90%, even 80% of the time, like I'm going to yeah. make progress. Yeah. So one last thing, you know, the book can't hurt me, David Goggins, you, you let me borrow. It's still here on my shelf. I need to give it back to you, but that, that <laughs> book, that book was amazing. And I think the number one thing that I took away from it was, David Goggins, his idea of inevitability, you know, we look at a situation and we're just like, you know, it's, Im it's impossible. Like I'll never run a marathon. That's impossible. And he says, that's the wrong, that's the defeatist mentality. Like you're already defeated. If you think I could never, and you don't have a vision for it. The difference that he talks about is like, what if I trained? What if I came up with a program? What if if I do X, Y, and Z over time, it's inevitable. I will run a marathon, right? Like, so you come up with a strategy and a plan, 
and you say it's inevitable, right? So you know, let's say you want to hit a PR of, of squatting 450 pounds, but right now you can only squat 150. And then you look at 450, you're like, dude, I don't know. That seems impossible. Well, what if you come up with a squat routine that you do consistently over time? And if you actually do it, it will be inevitable that one day you'll squat 450 pounds. And that's just an example. Yeah. But it's like, are you doing that's, the a, that's a good one though? Are are those the thing? What are the things that you're doing to help you get to where you're going? That if you continue in consistency, it's inevitable that you'll hit that goal. And I think the thing that de- that defeats people in that is they know, like, I want that right now, but that's going to take me, you know, half a half a year, a whole year, you know, to get there. And you think about all the work and all the time you have to put into that, and people are like, nah. I'd, I'd rather not. Like, I, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do the hard work is essentially what people, people say, you know, you know, I was on a bike ride the other day and it was hard, man. Maybe it was yesterday. And I just kept thinking to myself, like, gosh, this is work, you know, like, man, this, this is hard. And I was thinking about it, no matter how much I love bike riding and I might get a moment or two during my bike rides where I feel good. I feel free. I'm riding, I'm going fast. I want to go fast. And so I'm going fast <laughs> and I, uh, and I'm riding and I feel good. But for the most part, like I, no matter how fun it might be, I still have to get out there and pedal the bike. And yeah. on a scientific physics level, it is work because, mm-hmm. you know, my bike remains at rest until acted upon by a, a greater force. And that greater right. force is me pedaling the bike, you. which yeah. by definition is work. And so I'm just like, man, you got to get out here. I, and I, I wanted to talk about in another episode, everything I have to do to actually get ready to go on my bike rides, which sometimes just drives me crazy. I wish I could just jump on and go and I could, but you know, I'm a little bitch and I hate the cold. And so I have to gear up, but anyways, it's, it, Some of this stuff is tedious, but all that to say, like, you have to put in the work, like you have to put on the gym clothes and go to the gym and then get there and do the stuff. And it, and it's hard. Even when you're, even when you're there, you're like, all right, I could, I can either check the box that I'm here and go half-assed in my reps and my sets, or I can really try to go all out and hard. I mean, it, there's so many different levels of like, am I, am I getting after it? Am I pursuing it? And so all of these things are way better metrics for success than a scale and a number on a scale. Did I get out there and, and put on my warm clothes when it's freezing and then get out there and ride my bike and put forth the effort? Yes, man, that's a win. You know, was I heavier on the scale today? If I stepped on it and I was like, that feels like a loss, but it's not that big of a deal. Right. You could, have just it's really not just because of the fluctuate, the fluctuating nature of it, of it all. And lately I've been starting you know, I've had this goal of like wanting to, for a while it was getting under 200. And then my wife's like, nah, you look skinny, way <laughs> too skinny. And so then it was like, well, 220. And she's like, nah, I think you'd still look because I have put on muscle mass since I was last 220. Yeah. Uh, I was, I had no muscle mass when I was 220. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm like, what if I, what if I'm just a guy that exists somewhere between, you know, 245 and, and 260 or 245 and 255. And that's what it is. And I'm, but you're strong. I'm fine with that. You know, if, and yeah. if I'm in my, and if over time, my fat loss continues to go down. And a lot of that has to do with, you know, sure. You want to feel good, but you know, I don't, I also just want to have a healthy heart and healthy body. And I want to live long and I want to, my kids to, I want to see their kids and they're great. You know, how awesome would that be to see 
my great, great grandkids. So th- these are just yeah. all other thoughts, but sure. yeah, screw the scale. I'm done with that thing. <laughs> We're, I think we'll title this one break up with the scale. Yeah. I, I, like I think for some people, that's a good metric. I mean, if you're, you know, if you weigh 400 pounds, like, yeah, you should probably lose a hundred at least. I mean, I, I'm not trying, t- yeah. trying to tell people what to do with their lives, but you know, I think there's some instances where, yeah, the scale is a great metric, but I think for where you and I are, sometimes it can become that, um, that cortisol producing scenario yeah. that we, we don't need. Yeah. And it is, it is just remember guys, it is a metric and it should not be the metric. You know, I, I think it's so healthy. You know, they talk about this coaches for the, uh, live hard program, you know, people who are doing 75 hard and get coaches and stuff. They talk about all the time, like you need to, yes, you weigh yourself, weigh yourself, you know, every week or something like that, take progress photos. So you can see and compare those photos side by side and take your measurements and look at how your clothes are fitting. If you do all of those, if you're losing in the scale department, I guarantee you're winning in one of those other areas. Dude, that's good. That's really good. All right. Let's, let's leave them with that one liner consistency over time equals results and so you get to choose what you're consistently doing are you consistently not doing the things you know you should do or want to do to help you reach your goals or you know you got to figure that out so that's it chris i appreciate it as always thanks for jumping on um yeah man i appreciate it real quick and finishing the conversation with me all right love it we'll see you see ya